Please kill me. I mean, <laughs> lyrics like only be seen by the eyes of the blind genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Oh my god, we we didn't start the fire. <laughs> that was massive. Hello, good evening. Uh, welcome to Music, Movies and Madness. Um, this week, hidden gems or uh, deep dives or, or whatever you want to call it. Songs that have kind of gone maybe under the radar that we feel probably deserve a bit more publicity and a, a bit more recognition. Um, how did you find this one, guys? Tricky. Tricky, tricky. There's a lot of them out there, isn't there? Oh, and I ever thought it to start with, and then I've just like given up, and then I've just picked some stuff. So yeah, it's not like you, man. It's not like you. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start off with our music. Um, so, uh, Glenn, do you want to kick us off then with one tonight? Okay, why not? Um, I'm going to pick a tune or a couple of um, a band that I know well, and a lot of people will know well. However, this is regarded as a bit of an, um, a hidden gem in their back catalogue. This is Obscured by Clouds by Pink Floyd. Um, it's an album that came out just before Dark Side of the Moon so and was a soundtrack album for a happy movie called The Valley or La Valley. It was a Frenchy film, and um, which really was a happy journey all the way to somewhere like Borneo and finding some weed and some mystical weed in the hills and stuff like that so really loosey pseudo sort of um concept behind the film never seen the film um but the soundtrack actually was pretty good um it was pink floyd all put together they recorded in less than a week i think it was mm. it's recorded in the same place that um elton john and a bunch of others recorded albums like honky chateau um, which is that lovely chateau somewhere in france and they just basically were hired as songwriters and they just cracked on and wrote some fairly straightforward rock and roll sort of songs and that sort of 70s vibe but actually i quite enjoyed it um so the first one i'm going to play is called the golds and the dot 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 yeah so have you guys listened to obscured by clouds before no. uh yes no. but it's not one that I go to very often, I've got to say. No, and that's why it's a hidden gem. Even Nick Mason said, this is one of my faves. But, you know, it doesn't get sort of recognised by kind of anyone. So I thought, you know, if Nick thinks it's a hidden gem, then so be it. So this is the golds and the... I mean, you know, it's got all those sort of 70s sounds in there. Nothing particularly super memorable, but it's actually a bit of a hidden gem of an album. Um, 
Brad, that kicks a, it, man. Nick totally kicks it. I know he does. Eh? There's yeah. a song. There's a, a single that came out um, called "Free Four, and that was penned by Roger. Um, and actually, it got quite a bit of airplay on FM radio in the states, and probably in some ways paved the way for Dark Side to be picked up. And that one's um, kind of writing about all the stuff he's ever written about. of a man in his old age are the deeds of a man in his prime You shuffle in the gloom of the sick room and talk to yourself as you die and Life is a short warm moment and death is a long cold rest Get your chance to try in the twinkling of an eye. Eighty years with luck, or even less. Yeah, so um, again, some of those sounds, like I think it's a VSC3 um, synthesizer coming through. A lot of those sounds that they were actually parallel recording Dark Side of the Moon on were all being used and played with and experimented on this sort of throwaway album. Um, and there you go. Um, hidden gem. It's got some pretty trippy stuff, um, pretty mellow stuff as well, but it's it's a bit of fun. Yeah, it's interesting hearing that kind of side of Floyd as well, really, because like that first one could have been any band really from that era in yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing Floydy about it. No, apart from the voice, the vocals, yeah. but yeah, yeah, the, the the claps certainly aren't what you'd normally expect from a Floyd song. Having those claps no. in the background. And you know what? I suppose it's kind of that's what makes it a little bit of fun everybody uses a bit of clap every now and then yeah you've got so it's a bit of fun and um so yeah there you go there's a deep cut or a couple of deep cuts from my favorite band i've got some other i've got some others as well when we get to it as well got some other funds fantastic yeah we'll we'll work our way around it we'll come back yeah uh okay uh ian you got one for us mate yeah, man, I do. So the first song I've got here, so this is uh, possibly the ultimate summer song that maybe connected all our hearts at one point and uh, sort of captured the true essence of what summer is about. Um, I mean, lyrically, it's it's beautiful. It's like a poem, almost. <laughs> <laughs> It's pleasing uh, and yet somewhat challenging. Uh, the end result can uh, sort of makes you want to go and get a jelly tip ice block or a canoe. And uh, this is the song. In the middle of the night, I go walking in my sleep through the valley of fear to a river so deep. Really? Well, it's a hidden gem, isn't it? It's a great I mean, song. It's oh, a great. Please, thank you, David. 100%. Please kill me. It's 100%. Please, kill, please kill me. I mean, the lyrics like "only be seen by the eyes of the blind." Genius. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we we didn't start the fire. That was massive. What did it reach in the charts, Ian? It was it, it would have been a number one. I was on my canoe at the time, so it had a special appeal to me. But it would have been number one. That and the four non blondes. It defined the eighties or nineties or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's a hidden gem. It definitely went under the radar, you know, and should be. It it was big. You're right. It was a big song for sure. Um, (laughs) It's like the Phil Collins and Phil Collins stuff of that era. It sort of it all it appealed to probably middle age middle age mums. Oh, I'm gonna get myself in fucking trouble here. So I'll shut you up. Don't no, say no, it. You've don't already say it. <laughs> you've already, you've already <laughs> gone there by a long way. Oh, he's got himself straight on mute. A-O-R. No. Yes. Oh, and middle aged and middle aged men. So we should have a little shout out to one of our middle aged uh, listeners tonight, Jason Curry. Yes. It's his thirty wow. fifth birthday today. Happy birthday, Jason. Yeah. Happy birthday. That makes me thirty-four. And his um, and his... <laughs> oh, that's sharp. Oh, because you've just recently had your thirty-fourth birthday, then, haven't you? David's just celebrated his thirty-fourth yes. birthday. Yes. Congratulations, yes. David! And tell you what, the dirty thirties, totally true. Everything, all of all of it, the whole lot. Yeah. Yep. Really? Well, when I get to thirty, I'll, I'll um, I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, you're so little. All right. <laughs> Who's got a song next? Um, okay. Uh, well, yeah, you've got nothing further to say about Billy Joel, right? We're, we're done with Oh, no, no, no. It's, I think it's, yeah. It's it should self-explanatory. Probably, probably right, okay. stay under the radar. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Um, all right, I'll, I'll, um, I'll flick one through. So um, I've gone with a song by um, a band, and um, I actually chose this before... Um, on, on my trip uh, coming back to, to New Zealand, we did a stop off in San Francisco for a couple of days. And um, we went up to Hey Ashbury, where like all the hippie stuff went on in the 60s. And um, it's basically just like one long street, one long drag. And it's just full of shops with joysticks and other herbal medicines and things going on. Um, and, and lots of very old stoner hippies. And I thought, well, what's a really old stoner hippie band? So I got with the Grateful Dead. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, and this is actually a song from an album they released in 1987, I think, uh, and the album was called In the Dark, and I just heard this on the radio, um, and I thought, man, that's a fun little song, um, and apparently it's the only song by The Grateful Dead that actually made it onto the Billboard Hot 100, ever, um, but I'd never heard of it, and so I'm saying it's, it's under the radar. Um, and it's called Touch of Grey. Um, and, um, you know, not that any of us would have that because we're all in our 30s and, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, definitely. With a full set, full set of hair as well. And we're teeth, still, yeah. Still yeah. going down the river of dreams. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. So this is, uh, this is Touch of Grey. Let's play a bit of this. <laughs>
very Tom Petty. Yeah, mm. very, and very poppy for the Grateful Dead. Yeah. I was apparently, not expecting that. No, um, well, likewise. Um, apparently, the, it was their first album in like six years at that point. And um, wow. the songs that they, the, all of the songs on the album, they had it. They had them all so down because they'd been playing them live since like 1983. Um, so by the time <laughs> they did the album, they recorded the entire album in like 10 days. And just like, boom, 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 fired them off really stupidly quick. Um, when we were at, um, at Ashbury, there's like a house on like a street just sort of a block away, which was where the Grateful Dead used to be like in the 60s. And I think it's still got the contaminated tape around it, you know, like it's... <laughs> It was quite legendary, apparently. Um, Jerry Garcia. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, um, it's amazing, like how many houses there are sort of like identified as being like rock star houses. Like Janis Joplin had a place there, which is a pink house, and Jimi Hendrix as well um, had a place there. It's a big red house with a mural of him on the side of it now. Um, it would have to be a red house, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Over yonder. Yeah, definitely but, over yonder. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, it was a fun experience being there. It's it's quite a cool place. So yeah, that that was my choice. Uh, Grateful Dead uh, and um, Touch of Grey. Yeah. Okay, Dave, over to you. Cool. All right. Nice. Grateful Dead. Well, so this is a bit different. Uh, so I've gone for a band, an underrated band. Um, we've spoken about a lot of bands in the sixties. Done stuff on the the Stones, the Beatles, all sorts. I've chosen the Hollies. Ah, the Hollies. Which is a band that's kind of, it's had some hits, but it's got a lot of good stuff that's gone under the radar. I'm going to pick on a tune for you guys to really showcase the guitar work of Tony Hicks. And um, so these guys really looked up to, admired the likes of the birds. Mm-hmm contemporaries but you know the birds had that jangly guitar stuff um they really and then they sort of inspired a whole lot of bands in the 70s and 80s the smiths rem pretenders a lot of those guitarists johnny Marr, james honeymoon scott all these guys kind of look to the likes of tony hicks and the guys from the birds for the guitar work and this is a clip from the song um carousel um uh, riding around on a carousel, recorded in Abbey Road in '67. While they're mm-hmm. recording this, the Beatles are doing Penny Lane in the studio next door. Sing thirteen, take one. So you got you got some fabulous guitar work going there from Tony Hicks. Um, and then you bring in the vocal. And there are four lead vocalists in the Hollies. Did you know mm. that? I didn't know that. Because their harmonies mm. are right up there. I mean, they're on yeah, par with yeah. the Beach Boys, the Beatles. The, I mean, they're better than the Beatles. They're up there with the best in terms of the vocals. Check this out. So you've got Alan yeah, Clark, um, Graham Nash, Tony Hicks, Bobby Elliott, 
Bernie Calvert, right? So um, uh, the top those three, Alan, Graham, and Tony, Tony's the guitarist we just heard, um, are singing uh, the vocals on this little gem here. Soon you leave and then I lose you. Still we're going round on the carousel. On the carousel. And um, from the same clip that I played the guitar before, um, same take. And then you put it all together and you get this. Riding along on a carousel, trying to catch up to you. Riding along on a carousel, will I catch up to you? Horses chasing, cause they're racing, so near yet so far. On a carousel, on a carousel. Here and there, horses, still so far away. Just gorgeous, really gorgeous. From the vocals to that little guitar riff, down, 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 down. Um, <clears> and <throat> it's um, it's not one. I mean, it is one of their hits, yes, but it's mm. not. He's he's not heavy. He's, you know, he's my yeah. brother. It's not um, it's not one of the the big big super hits that they had. This is one of those songs that um, um, the, there's a website called Reeling in the Years, which someone's got hold of some fancy technology and they've demixed all these old tunes from the there's like 20,000 tracks or something that I've demixed and chucked them all on YouTube. And that's why that, wow. that's how you get the vocals, just pulling mm. out the vocals from the original mix. And you go, oh, these guys, four lead vocalists in the same band. Um, each one of them can absolutely nail that, you know, that range. And uh, yeah, the Holly. So that's my first track. Got two more. Um, nice. I just wanted to lead out with that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And you're absolutely right about those harmonies, man. They're just stunning, right? Mm. Um, they always had that really bright sound to their to their um, harmonies as well, you know. Whereas the Beatles got a bit sort of murky and dirty sometimes with their with their harmony parts. Just I don't know if that's a tuning thing, just pitch, you know. Or, mm. But just bang on, yeah. Really, they nice. were very they were very very popular in New Zealand. Mm. Yeah, excellent, good stuff, good choice, like that, nice. Okay, guys, um, thanks for that. Uh, let's. Um, we're going to stop it there and we'll go over to a second part for our music episode, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, folks, um, if you're enjoying this, uh, tune in for part two, which is carrying on our, our theme of um, songs that went under the radar or hidden gems. And uh, yeah, we'll see you. Speak to you soon.